following episode of Dave's Video Graveyard contains spoilers and naughty words. Listener discretion is advised. Of all the film podcasts in the world, this is definitely one of them. Covering the best of the worst and the worst of the best of all things film. This is Dave's Video Graveyard with Polly and Dave. This is Dave's Video Graveyard for another week. We've left 1989. I've tucked my Batman boner into the waistband of my pants and it's time for a different kind of boner. You know when people do that, they usually put their shirt down at the top of the said boner. Well, the thing is, I had heard about tucking your boner into your waistband. I'm like, I should probably put a shirt on. (laughs) Longest and shortest bus ride ever, Paul. (laughs) So... This was like kind of like a, a a last sort of shot of the game. Like we were sort of we we're going to be doing one a, a, a movie. And then I was like, "Hey, I'm watching Doom. Do you want to do Doom? Have you and heard of Doom, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> the movie that this podcast was pretty much built to cover because oh my goodness, <laughs> it could inspire a shitty podcast and a shitty radio show, which it has. At a distant research facility, the final 10% of the human genome has just been discovered. And with it, all hell has broken loose. Now, a call for help has gone out. Game time. Listen up, man. We're going in hot. If it breathes, kill it. There's something coming up behind you. It's in the sewer! What is that? We gotta go now. Evacuate! Evacuate! Sir, are you okay? It is not as bad as I remember it being. Like, the reason that this this one resonates with me is because, like, this is one of the first movies I ever watched by myself in a cinema. Wow. I watched it opening day. And I don't know, like, why I made sure that I was there opening day, but, like... Before we start, I love this movie, but yeah. not in an Uncle Buck kind of way. So don't <laughs> run away, guys. Don't leave us. There's no love fest this way. <laughs> My biggest issue with this, I want to be upfront because I nailed it last night watching it. Yeah. You could get the script and the treatment of this movie and simply by replacing maybe five words in the entire thing, yep. this could be a Resident Evil film. Oh, yeah. In a yeah. fucking second. This... Everything about it reeks of Resident Evil. Oh, my God. Like, this... this, And, like, even maybe even, like, a, a, a crappier Aliens sequel or, like, you know, a knockoff. Like, it's just... It's got all of the elements there. And it follows basically the same premise as Resident Evil. Like, they go down into a thing and then they... This film is the Kevin Pollock of films in the sense that it just copies so many things that are better than it that it makes it a reasonable product once it's done copying everything. He, how, where did he touch you as a child? <laughs> in this weird little eye. So we are talking about 2005's Doom. 
And it starts off with a bang. Like they start, it starts off big. A fucking arm gets cut off in a door. Now, be- that 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 I watched that, and I messaged you. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch the rest of Doom. I was like, I know I have a fucking boner for this movie, but to get some better content, maybe I should be critical. My first biggest issue. This is one of the things Universal fucking have a boner for, and it's still not gone. Yeah. They love fucking with the Universal planet Earth. <laughs> it is their favorite thing to do. So in this one, it instantly turns red and turns to the planet Mars. Here's my issue. We're treated to a zoom from outer space onto the surface of Mars. Yeah. And once it gets to the surface, without, like, landing or changing direction, yep. it goes straight into a doorway. So that doorway just faces straight up into the fucking sky. And I'm like, it's not a cliff face. It's nah. the surface. It's... And there's that, those, those bits there is where it, it takes the polish off. Like, you know, you, you're watching this and it's like, oh, this is good. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure it's been said a million ways on a million different podcasts, but... This is made for TV aliens. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And we get Rock at his trying to establish himself as a movie star. And I've got to say, it's not there yet because... No, but you can see where he was going. Oh, definitely. But the thing is, he's not fun. And that's 90% of what's fun about The yeah. Rock. Yeah, so, like, he's not um, he's not fun. He's, like, even from the outset, like, he goes and tries to rally the troop. And... There's like if you if you do it towards now like you know even like you know Central Intelligence or you know even the Welcome to the Jungle like there's always an element of fun to him and in this one it's just like nah someone told him like you gotta go straight you got Vin Diesel basically he's Vin Diesel in this movie who actually got off of the part he got off the part and turned it down uh, I see before it got to the filming stage it was offered to Simon Pegg and uh, sorry Edgar Wright and they Simon Pegg to, to work the, the dialogue yeah. And uh, that would have been the X Factor it oh, needed. Look, you know, because they were doing a lot of um, script rewrites as long as Kevin Smith flat during this time. So, yeah. And much like my love for Timothy Oliphant, until the end of the earth, I will love Carl Urban forever, ever, ever. But it was only last night watching this that I realised, do you know what his acting style is? Always sweaty. No. <laughs> Carl Urban, I love him in Dread. I loved him in... Red, I loved him in fucking like Chronics of Riddick. Yeah, it's my soliloquy. Um, the thing about his acting, and I realised, like, you've seen the thing about Tom Hardy, the joke, where it's like, he always has a face like he's charging his phone across the room and you just saw someone touch it, which is so <laughs> Well, Carl Urban's acting style is... He smells a really fucking terrible fart, but he can't remember if he did it or not. So he has this inner turmoil of anger that he doesn't know whether to say anything. And he's just got this grimace of, fuck, that stinks, but I think it was me. And it's fucking frustrating sometimes, because, like, there's one bit where he's looking out the window and, like, reminiscing of, like, this excellent accident that happened that never really gets, like, talked about. And, like, Rock's like, oh, is this this where it happened? And he's just like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh uh, you know. hey let's set with that scene bringing it up Paul let's set some boundaries as friends if I'm ever looking out a window and you shut the blinds we're fucking fighting because that's the most passive aggressive shit in this fucking movie so obviously we zoom into the door at the start and we get treated to the because it's after Scream came out everything has to have a pre-credits fucking yeah. prologue and we get treated to the Doom logo. Now, did you play Doom? Because I didn't oh, have I a PC. Yeah. Not, like, the, one of the reasons why I actually watched this because I love Doom. I so had much. the demo of Wolfenstein, which was just the first couple yeah. of levels. 
Fucking loved it. Played it to the point of knowing every pixel of every frame of that game. And I and I watched this knowing that it wasn't based on the Doom One, Doom Two that I grew up with. Doom the Three, Doom Three that they they fucked around with all the monsters and like it was all based on those monsters, which I thought looked really shit. It looked like everything like they basically Silent Hill, Resident Evil, bit like they all look like um, sort of zombie turds coming to life, and it's just now another criticism I have for for the property that it is, right? Yeah. This needs to be handled like Event Horizon. That's the kind of horror, space horror it needs to be. Yeah, it needs to be like... Because, like, I played Doom. Like, I mean, <laughs> the a criminal amount of time. And, like, the best parts of Doom was when it was you felt isolated. I know it doesn't show on my personality, but I was a Duke Nukem guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, all those first-person shooters, like, I was into. Like, and then, like, Duke Nukem also just... <laughs> they just went shadow over it, and it was really it good. might be because of my age, though, but... The ultimate in first-person shooters involves Pierce Brosnan. So, <laughs> oh, just got to put it out there. I never had an Nintendo 64, so... So, we basically get treated to the story that there's, like, an archaeological dig back in the year 2026, and archaeologists discover a portal to Mars. What I love is, with this Stargate, is... The day that they found it, surely some archaeologists were like, what's through here? And they just got thrown onto the end of fucking Total Recall and just got their eyeballs sucked out. My wife walked in and she's like, is this Total Recall? I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Could be. <laughs> well, my wife walked past the DVD player and went, are you watching Ghost of Mars again this week? <laughs> so it's before the rocks learn to act. They've discovered a portal that goes to Mars. <laughs> Urban's um, done some really heavy workout and not showered for the entire movie. He is glistening in this movie. He has done egg farts that he's <laughs> he's kind of amused because when he smells, he's like, oh, yeah, it was me. And then he gets angry because I'm like, did I fart or not? Was it me I'm smelling? And when does it go through it? You got the inappropriate um, fucking... Uh, Portman. We like, get with, the... With, with the with who else you go fuck some she-boys? Where you going, Portman? I'm going down to El Hanta. I'm going to lock myself in a motel room with a bottle of tequila and three she-boys. <laughs> Sex pest. You get the um, British uh, god freak. Yes, who does a bit of fucking angels and demons and yeah. Da Vinci Code cutting but himself. Like, in all these movies, you had this... Like, it was like, it was just paint by numbers. We get Duke, or as I know him, well, the way I was referring to him is LLOKJ, because he's not cool <laughs> at all. But he's definitely, it's like, LL's phone was flat that day. He's and Nokia. I, he's I was, 2005. I Duke and, and I was like, oh, he must have, like, he's like pretty much third or fourth tier. Like, what else has he done? Hmm. And what, <laughs> what I also like is I feel like there was character treatment for each person they cast and you flip through it's different. And when you get to Destroyer, it's just a printout of Bill Duke from Predator. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly, this is what we need. If it's at any time. Oh my God. <laughs> He also, the another character thing that they've got of him, he has a micro penis because he has the world's most impractical fucking gun, which he only gets to use for a monkey scare because fuck cat scares, it's 2005. Oh, is that that chain gun? The mo- yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I will say, when they show all the guns that they're going to have, they are all the guns, they look exactly like the ones in the games. Like, yeah. you got the chain gun, there's a plasma rifle, there's all this stuff, and there's also the BFG, which we'll get to in a little bit. We also get in- introduced to uh, Rosamund Pike, um, or as I like to call, always surprised all the time. <laughs> like, her eyebrows are constantly just like, she's just being shocked. Well, I couldn't, as soon as she came on screen, because I love this film, as soon as she came on screen, I'm like, why do I fucking hate you now? I hate her for Gone Girl. Yeah, I have not forgiven her. <laughs> but I was like going, 
Gone Girls in this film? No like, shit. 2005, I'm like, what? And she turned down Harry Potter to be in this film. Uh, how's life treating you now? Mm-hmm. She's in um, Gone Girl. But then that's a movie that's going to like red mark you for life. And talking of Duke or LL, okay, Jack, he got his character sheet and it's just Robert Downey Jr.'s notes for Tropic Thunder. <laughs> because every now and then he tries to give some urban wisdom, I guess you call oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unlike Carl Urban, who doesn't give any urban wisdom. <laughs> he, he just barely says like three words. He, and he's gone to the, the Sam Worthington school of Hydra accent in this one because he's nailed it in a lot of his later films, but it's I not that watched Tag yet. recently and um, Isla Fisher drops it a couple of times. Especially when she gets angry and yells, she can't stop like the Australian coming through. So some kind of outbreaks happened on the archaeological dig on Mars. Yeah. So we then get treated to... They call the Marines, which is... The fuck yeah, the, the colonel, the colonial marines come in, which are called the RRTS. Yep, but we'll just call For them the UAC. We'll just call them the alien marines. Game over, man. It's game over. Oh, and they decide it's time to go to Mars and quarantine and yep. do. Basically, they're gonna go down into the hive oh, and stop what, the Red Queen. You'll learn a lot about quarantine this movie. But like. before then, to get to Mars, we're gonna go into the secret world of Alex Mac Boogers. Oh my god, run by. We forgot to mention, ladies and gentlemen, 2005's oh, yeah, yeah. Doom is part of the extended universe of the press gang. I was so delighted when he was putting what up. Because I, I, I forgot all this movie. Like, I saw this opening weekend and then I, this is the second time I've seen it. So I forgot that he was in a, um, in a, in a, in a wheelchair for legs. Just what the fuck? Yes. Now, what version did you watch? I watched the Netflix one, so... No, no, wait. Did you see what happened to his legs in the version you watched? No. Right. So, I think it was an unrated one. Well, because I watched the unrated, and all you get treated to... There's only two different bits. The POV shot, which we're going to jizz about shortly, Mm. that is much longer... And how can you see any fucking wrong? <laughs> and you see Pinky's legs land in a different dimension. Oh, really? The uh, portal opens and just two legs go bloop, bloop. Fucking funny. It was great. That they, that way they transport is just fucking so stupid. Like, just put a fucking Stargate or a door or something like that. <laughs> Talk about doors. That bit where they're in that fucking V formation. Yep. And then, like, the, and this thing comes up. And it's this huge big monolith, and you think it's gonna be awesome, and it's a lift. And it's like not even like a really awesome looking lift, it looks like a lift from like Westfield. And Carl Urban's the only one shitting himself because he looks up out the top like he's going to die. And yeah, I think yeah, a part yeah. of that is remembering it because maybe he visited his parents there or whatever. Maybe he just left his shopping in Westfield one day. <laughs> <laughs> now, Portman, we are not deliberately picking movies with sex pests. We <laughs> promise, but we get treated to this. Ladies. We're under a level five quarantine, so I am just going to have to strip search you girls. I don't think so. <laughs> Hold that thought. And uh, I was like, oh, I was with this guy. I was with him through the she-males, but now I've got a junk <laughs> That's cool. Shout out to Bailey J. You should. You've got that tattoo. <laughs> with him with the she-males. And the thing is, like, he dies okay, I suppose. Like, no one really dies that well, well in this movie, but... Yeah. So, what we basically get treated to is the Marines go to Mars to shut down whatever these... Whatever's attacking the scientists yeah. there. When we get there, we realise that a lot of the scientists are basically getting zombified or turned into these weird hell demons. And if you're wondering what's happening, don't worry, because the rock will um, 
vocalise that for Oh, he will. But guess what, what the fuck is going on? He <laughs> has been set up as a doesn't take shit from anyone, doesn't take any orders, does what he wants. But then as soon as we get to Mars, he's a company man through and through. So he's... Made, I feel like they cut a character out. And so in this, The Rock is playing basically, I guess you'd say, Michael Bean. Yeah. And he's also playing Paul Reiser. Because yeah. he's both ends Dorman. of the, he's yeah, the yeah. Dorman. Yeah, he's yeah. basically uh, cutting, you know, he's the evil, the unseen evil. But anyway, we get treated to some different alien effects. My biggest issue is every room that the scientist, that Gone Girl goes into, she turns the lights on. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, step one for my Marine crew, <laughs> let's turn all the fucking lights on in this building. And the zombies look good. Um, like, the couple of the creature effects look really good. It's just... I mean, I remember it being really dark. I mean, it's probably better on TV, like, but I remember when I saw it in the cinema, it's one thing, I was just like, I can't, I can't see anything. I was mixed up. We'll, we'll jump ahead, but basically, old mate Jesus Freak gets killed. Yeah. And I thought it was Portman, just yeah, because it is yeah. so fucking dark. We get so many different things. One thing I like, they go into the research lab and there's hearts, like demon yeah. hearts beating in tanks. I'm like, oh, if you just pan the camera across a little bit, there's all the stages of failed Ripley as well. In yeah, there, I'm oh, sure. yeah, 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 fucking hell. The sets look good, though. Oh, like, look, I will pay that to you, this film. Like, you look, and some of them actually do look like sort of levels from, from the game. And like, most of this movie looks better than half of the hive. Like, you know, yeah, in the hive, they like it was awesome, then they went into the sewer. It's like, yeah. The fuck? All uh, that's hey, pretty cool. We, in our dimension, I guess you'd say failed travel, in our dimension run, we talked about the sewer. Guess what? On Mars, there's fucking sewers. Yeah. Because we go back down the sewer in this. But uh, were you watching this going, you know what this really needs? This action movie that's, it's not a space horror, it's not action, it's kind of a, it's middle of the road to all of those genres. Were you going, I need like a, Basically, a lifetime autopsy on one of these things, as well as a description of a skeleton remains that were found on the surface <laughs> of the planet, which have extra chromosomes. She's got 24 pairs of chromosomes. Humans only have 23. But what does the extra pair do? Makes her superhuman. The extra pair makes her super strong, super fit, super intelligent. Her cells divide 50 times faster, meaning she heals almost instantly. The fossil record indicates these people had conquered disease. We found no genetic disorders, no viruses, no cancers. So what, they were just naturally superior? No, not naturally. See, the earliest remains we found only had 23. We suspect this extra chromosome may be synthetic. Bioengineered. It's a long word for a marine. Ever bother you? You could have spent your life looking in a microscope instead of a sniper scope. If you're good and you get the extra demon chromosome, you turn into a superhuman. If you are evil and you get the chromosome, you turn into a demon. So that ties it back to hell. But okay, so I would say that there's there's two ways they could have done this. They put it on Alien, which is like um, you over-explain it, but you're also um, the the film is competent enough to sort of go along with it. Or you go the Descent. Because yeah. the descent, they don't make anything, and it's just fucking Terrible. awesome. So it's like, but you can't do, you can't try and do the descent, and then um, segue like expositional dialogue in saying like, no one gives a shit about like the archaeological dig. No, like when I played Doom, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. And that was awesome. Like you just went in and you just shot shit, and that's what watching, they could have done. You could watching Scar, watching Stargate, you're not going. 
how does this work? <laughs> this is, you know, just get me Kurt on the fucking planet and we're good. <laughs> yeah, well. So there's so much happening in this where one thing I was disappointed, obviously Gone Girl's in it, but could they not get one more star than The Rock? Like, I'm not saying as well as the, uh, instead of The Rock, because I Carl Urban... Stath- the Statham could have been in there. He was in Ghosts of Mars, though, so I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> oh, he was, he was uh, blacklisted for a couple of years. Do you notice when Pinky like, puts him in, too? He's like, oh, put your kill cans on. Like, and that was the first one. I'm like, oh, I remember that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we go looking for Dr. Cormac, who's gone missing. Yeah. And we find him. He's almost zombified, but he pulls his own ear off. That was pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, and but then you know that they're only doing it for like a little bit later when like he turns into the full thing. It's like, oh look, where is his ears not there? And it's like, oh, it's his car back, whatever. So, I don't. I think pulling this movie apart now would make me hate it. But there's a naked lady found by Portman and the kid, who's the youngest member of the team. Okay, and they both take drugs on their on the kid's first mission. <laughs> Like, it's like, let's also segue a bit of a don't do drugs thing in yeah. this for you, like, because Urban's very upset about it. Your pupils are dilated. Are you high? What? <sighs> no, I got this condition. I don't give a damn. You take one more shot of that shit and I'll blow holes in you. Are we clear? Okay. I reckon perhaps that was part of, because The Rock at the time, he was still tied very firmly to the WWE slash WWF. They would have wanted that in there. Yeah. I, but at the same time, they learned with MacGruber that they should just keep their fucking hands off movies. Oh, God. Um, so they go in there. They, they're starting to get picked off one by one. Um, Portman is obviously taking a shit while he gets um, taken out, which is very, very... He gets slammed through the... For the second time on Dave's Video Graveyard since True Lies, we get treated to some cubicle trauma. <laughs> He gets, he gets, uh, which is what out. I call it when I go to the toilet. <laughs> um, they, um, he gets thrown out quite, quite nicely actually. Like a lot, lot of damage to him. One of the alien scientists eats all the animals in the test cages, which I was like, <laughs> that's a good touch because none of it was on screen, but it's still visceral. Again, but that's the stuff else. Like awesome, awesome. And like then the rock would speak. So let's talk about how throughout the movie, the rock gets vocally worse so like at the start he's pretty much at like maybe uh, um, Dutch in Predator yes. level and then he gets down to maybe um, Vin Diesel in Pitch Black and then he goes even lower than that really Portman you need to shut the fuck up like it's just him yelling like Rosamund Pike says something to him like it was like a perfectly rational question and he's like we're not doing anything like this then what the fuck is that dude so it turns out that he's got a secret side mission, basically, where he's told to, instead of quarantine, just kill everything yeah. there, make yeah. sure they get their weapons back, as well as the data, which, you know, there's another plot. Because this film, much like a lot of horror films of the time, picks up four or five plot starts and then just throws them in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like then, like the only, And then like the only one they sort of carry through is the one that wasn't really given much legs in the first place, which is The Rock's got a secret mission. Like, he's, he's the bishop of this whole fucking yeah. thing. We get treated to... So pretty much we're right up... Not the bishop, the one from the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> we get treated to, basically, The Rock getting fake kill. So yep. we get fake out where he gets dragged through the door with his famous line, which is this. I'm not supposed to... That's actually pretty fucking funny. Hey, guess what, Scorpion King? I saw the Scorpion King, so maybe you deserve to. 
And he gets some Scorpion King-esque fucking effects at the end of this thing, so... Well, basically, he starts turning into a demon, at which point Carl Urban shoots himself in the stomach because he's very competent. Because jumping back to the start, The Rock tells him not to come on the mission because his parents died on Mars. They actually started the dig. He says that he's going to come anyway, so we that's part of a setup that they also don't really pay off. At this point, Carl Urban's dying of the gunshot. His sister decides that it's time to give him the extra chromosome. Yep. She gives it to him and he passes out. And <laughs> before before we get to the scene that anyone that remember anyone and that's not saying a lot of people, but anyone that remembers this film. Before we get to the scene... The scene, yeah. The scene. There's something you wanted to touch on. Oh, so um, when they're going through and they've realised that uh, everyone's dead in the... the, um, Back in the... Is it the Ark? Whatever it's called. If you look through there, there is a a topless girl lying there. And my wife picked it out. She's like, hey, boo. I'm like, where? And I was like, yeah. There's, um... For some reason, I don't know why... Much like the... Um, I feel like the biggest disappointment to myself right now. <laughs> Much like I think we were watching um, Woody 13 Ghosts, and there's a bit where like they just, for some reason, ripped under the channel. Yeah. And I was like, why? <laughs> this again, this is like... And, uh, cause I was wondering, and yeah, my wife was one that, hey, boo. <laughs> so... <laughs> she wasn't even saying it to you. She was no. saying, hey, to the boob. <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> hey, boob. How you doing? Yeah, so that brings us to the... Um, Carl Urban's been injected with the extra chromosomes. He's woken up and he feels pretty fucking good. Mm. This is the first issue I have. So we get treated to the fucking coolest point of view shot in a film maybe ever, ever. Mm-hmm. This is pre-hardcore Henry, so it wasn't a thing that happened. <laughs> GoPros weren't a thing at this point either? No, no. So basically he gets up and this is my first issue is he's injured as fuck. He walks over to the mirror and just wipes the blood off that before being injected was clearly an open flesh wound. And it's not that it's even healed. They're trying to make it look like the blood was the actual cut. that's so bad. He wipes it off and we get treated to about three minutes of point of view shot doom. So is your three minutes? Because like mine... It's a fucking long time. Yeah, because like we... I think in the un... Like in in the normal one it's like two... I was cheering. It goes on for way longer. I remember fucking loving it. And I was cheering when it started this time. But on the revisit, because it's a longer cut, I don't remember him jumping over the demon. Oh, And it looks fucking stupid because at no point does it show any of his body. And because he's looking down, he'd see his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just basically, oh, that's the dolly. Okay. (laughs) Um, We were saying afterwards, because it looks... It's not doesn't look like uh, Doom. It looks like House of the Dead, which is like the worst. If you ever played House of the Dead, it's like it's. But it's even got that. It's like when the there's one like dangling up, and then I, yes. Oh my god! It's oh, so that mad. does look. And the other thing that I have an issue with, like it, they said, it took fourteen days to film that scene. There is a scene where he walks down the hallway and sees that guy hanging upside down. Then he sees someone getting eaten by rats. Yeah. There's no smooth motioning of steps. So it's just no. all of a sudden he's 10 metres away. But you've only shown him move forward like half a foot. 10 of those days was someone trying to talk him out of doing it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we need to shoot now. So it's four days. It's so fucking bad. Like, And I remember seeing it. And when I was, that was the only thing I came out of, went to the cinema and told my mates. And I was just like, they're like, oh, how was doing? I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> It's got the fucking worst thing that you'll ever see in them. And then, obviously, you know, a lot of other people will, will champion it, like yourself. 
Um, but then you've got this this huge franchise. Everything you've got a BFG that we really touched on that. Um, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Like, because the first thing you'd be doing, you'd be scuttling around and yodling the news that you were actually seeing a giant, and then there would be a great. Rumple dumpers, wouldn't they? <laughs> we are talking the big friendly giant shows up. <laughs> it is crazy. That um the Royal Scotland gun that's right from the game. So you got all this weaponry, you got all this stuff. So obviously you'd finish a film like this off with like a huge big monster battle. No, you have a fist fight between two And dudes. here we are treated to the shittest part of the film. Oh, I can God. comfortably say we get the basically the climactic sword fight from fucking Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> they have the shittest fist fight that involves superpowers. They're not superpowers. It's been done better in everything. The best bit is when you see them or like actually see them sneaking up on each other. Something like that. There's like, there's, there's oh, he, just, got, he flanks him around. Yeah, the Yeah, and I'm just like, is that supposed to be? It looks like a bad cover. And like, no, no, he's there. Okay, I see him. I can't believe that he doesn't see him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then um, all this time, uh, the rock is starting to look more and more Scorpion King than ever. <laughs> uh, doesn't it? But guess what? They officially, on the day of the climate, ran out of money because someone ran down the store, got a pair of crazy eye contacts and some Vulcaneers. Oh, my and he that so is bad. the extent of Rock's transformation on screen. I like oh, it. no, he gets some tiger teeth right at the very end. But then, like, yeah, because that's when, they, when he gets tran- um, teleported back to Mars and he sort of closes up and he does his little, like, oh, like his, his collar ran. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so bad. And apparently he gave the film shit, like he was doing a, an induction to When the- he did the induction for his dad or... Uh, Rocky Mavia or yeah. like his dad into the WWE Hall of Fame he was taking pot shots at Doom hey uh, listen I'm, I'm only kidding and by the way I made Doom okay <laughs> <laughs> I did no Sid did you ever see Doom well you probably didn't and it's okay because nobody else did either I promise it's fine now is the best time to do Where Does It Lie? Because I think Rob <laughs> has a lot more to answer for than fucking Doom, man. Is this um, knocking on the door of the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be. Yeah, look, I mean, it kind of did launch uh, Carl Urban into... Um... Well, if you look, he's in Thor Ragnarok, he's in one of the Thor movies, he's in... The, Chron- uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. So, yeah, so the um, 2005, uh, it was just after Walking Tall, or The Rock Hits People with a Piece of Wood, as we like to call it. With Johnny Knoxville as a psychic. Um, they had just done, he had just done his um, turn in Be Cool, and he was about to do his turn in Southland Tales, which was like the two sort of choices where everyone was like, oh, he, he can actually that's where, that, And that's like we talked about earlier, that's where fun came in. Yeah. Um, after that, then he got to, uh, <laughs> that's when he started going into uh, the game plan, which is, uh, where his, his sort of family comedy, and then Race to Witch Mountain, which I watched recently, and you know what? It's not a bad film, it's just like one of those films where, like, Disney films started to be, like, really serious, but they're aimed at, like, uh, mid-teenagers, so it's like, eh. He also won over a lot of hearts playing the Rock Obama on <laughs> Saturday Night Live, yeah. the reoccurring character. The Tooth Fairy is when the world start going, were we sick of The Rock? Yeah. But then, much like a, like a lot of actors can win you over with their self 
aware self-referencing and none other than the great work in The Other Guys in 2010 <laughs> where basically him and Samuel L. Jackson send up action stars. But The Rock did that on his own as well. Have you seen the Reno 911 Oh, movie? yeah, that's great. Yeah. The bit with The Rock, which we'll play a bit of a clip of now, is fucking fantastic. Better than the entire film. Rick Smith. SWAT. They call me the Condor. I'm sorry I'm late to the barbecue. I was on a mission when I got the call. Let me ask you a question, people. What's the difference between bravery and courage? Oh, I know. Bravery is something that you do. Sorry. Bravery is when you do something dangerous and you're not even scared. Courage when you're smart enough to know you should be scared, but you do it anyway. Oh. <laughs> you will not fail. I will not allow you to fail. Under my watch, I will not allow you to fail. As God, as my witness, we will not fail. Are you with me? Are you with me? It's okay, I know what I'm doing. I know the thing is out of the thing. This can come out, this stays like this. Okay. Are you with me? Yes! yes! Are you with me? Yes! 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 Help! Oh, okay, that wait. came out now for real. Wait, wait. No, it's okay. I got ten seconds with these sons of bitches. I got them. Wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Um, so does that mean we're back in charge? Yeah. That's when he started to really lose... They start to have a sense of humour around himself. Um, we did a special on The Rock like last year, yeah. and we, me and my um, wife watched Faster. And is it Faster or the one? Well, Faster sucks. Snitch sucks. Snitch. Now, Snitch is actually as way better than I thought it was going to be because it was, it was like it's like a gritty drug sort of drama. If he's going to give shit of anything, it shouldn't be Doom. It should either be the Scorpion King, but I guess he wasn't in it because MS Paint was in that one. <laughs> <laughs> but Hercules is probably his biggest hit and miss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that and... Uh, Swing and miss, sorry. G.I. G.I. Joe Retaliation, which now as, we're going to be doing the double, maybe oh a crossover with uh, Toy Power, that one. Honestly, though, like, he is now known as Franchise Viagra because, obviously, all the work he's done with the Fast and Furious franchise... Jumanji, like, he's the biggest name in the world at the moment and physically yeah. the biggest actor in the world. I mean, if you look at his uh, um, his Instagram, he's, he's, he's like half the reason I think he has um, hired to go on these films is because he basically is their marketing department too. Like he is spruce. He even they they, they recently did a skyscraper, and he he actually said we're just doing reshoots of skyscrapers and went into how much he likes the um, audience testing. And I'm like, he's basically just said to us, "You thought this was shit." So we're reshooting it, we're but I'm so goddamn charismatic that you've forgotten that, and you're just looking at my pecs now. I'm like, I have. Taking a look over with Carl Urban, basically, he has had pretty much a stellar career ever since 2005. Before this, he was in The Bourne Supremacy, The Chronicles of Riddick. He was also in the, the two of the Lord of the Rings films. Ghost Ship, which is definitely a future episode <laughs> when we can finally tackle uh, late 2000s horror again. Um, 
Xena Warrior Princess he was in on and off and then after following Doom he was in a few different movies including he was Bones in Star Trek as a lot of people know like I said I enjoyed him in Red he was great in Priest Dread a film that I was upset to find out this week you have not seen I have not seen yeah is it the lack of Stallone well the thing is like I I watched Judge Dredd back in the day and I I know the comics are awesome um, but I was just a bit like the campiness of that kind of downplayed. I was like, eh. like I just, I just didn't. It just wasn't on my radar. So I was like, I was like, I just never. And I, I've got to do it. I've got to, got to go. And Carl Urban's currently on screen uh, with the boys. He is, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer for that, that looks pretty damn good. And if you don't know what the concept is, it's basically they they clean up after the um the like they live in a world where. The boys are a group of uh, people who clean up after superheroes have gone and smashed up the place. Um, and they, they clean up after them, and it's, it's pretty good. I've read the first few comics, and oh man. It's another one like Preacher. I don't know how they're going to do it with, with the level of violence and stuff in there, but yeah. Taking a look finally now at Rosamund Pike, basically, 2005 was pretty much a low light for her. <laughs> um, obviously, Doom starting moving forward. Previous to this, she did Pride and Prejudice, but moving forward, she... The next thing of note for me is Surrogates with Bruce Willis, that terrible science fiction film. I don't mind it. <laughs> but as soon as you say science you know fiction, what? you'll love it. She was in one of my... Me and my wife's favourite films, Fracture. Johnny English Reborn. Fracture. <laughs> you ever get a chance to watch Fracture? Um, and, uh, yeah, just an awesome film. Uh... Yeah, surrogates. Uh, what else was there? There was. She was in Jack Reach. Uh, she was in The World's End, which I fucking love that movie. And then Gone Girl would be the one. If you yeah. don't want to hate her, don't see Gone Girl. <laughs> so yeah, the um, yeah, The World's End was good. I, you know, I, I, I'm struggling to find that um, like stream wise. Like I, I'm gonna have to hunt that down. On Everyone the says it's the weakest part of the Cornetto trilogy, but I think it, it's a strong across the board. Well, like, I think everyone's like, oh, because um, he's not. Simon Pegg's not likeable in that one. I was like, he's not supposed to be. Yeah, I was like, you know, he can do other stuff, and it's like, and he's not. Like, have you seen the pictures of him recently, like getting jacked up? Yeah. Oh, it's 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 it's. Oh good. no, wait, jacked off. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Reddit page. <laughs> it's the fan art page I started. Yeah, yeah. Is that for a future Mission yeah, Impossible? Because no, I heard he kicked ass in the last one. He's do- well, yeah, he's he's really in that, but he's he's doing one. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but like, yeah, he's he's completely ripped for it. So and it just looks a bit odd. Um, what would you give this out of nineteen? Fourteen and a half. <laughs> I'd give it twelve. Like it's it's look, it's watchable. Um, I wouldn't watch it again in a rush, but like it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Definitely way better. Uh, so you can always catch us on uh, Daisy Goviard at gmail.com um, you can check us out at the Instagram Daisy Graveyard and Facebook let us know if you want us to do any particular movies uh, if there's any themes that you want us to do yeah anything if you'd love to for us to have a guest on the show whatever you want let us know because I think, we're here to impress I think that G.R.J. Toy Power thing could be, <laughs> could be something that's good yeah. boys and being then, warned then I'm going to fight them in the car park <laughs> <laughs>